You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Let's get to our numbers game. All right, what's going to happen on Sunday? How do you break it down with some of the numbers? If that will be part of your package on ChicagoTribune.com. All right, I'm going to give you the first number. I'm sure you know what it is. 297. Can you tell me what that is? 297. Is that the predicted number of yards that Saquon Barkley will have Sunday? (laughs) Incorrect. It is the passing yard total after three games from Justin Fields. It's most notable to me, David, because it is 717 yards Behind the man we talked about a lot in the first segment, Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, who's the league leader in the NFL. Uh, Fields ranks 32nd right now in passing yards. He is 68 yards behind the 31st ranked passer, who's Jimmy Garoppolo of the 49ers, who wasn't even starting when the season began. And so this is a, uh, a another indicator, another note for us to uh, cling to as we talk about the, the, the passing game needing to get unlocked. I also want to bring up this other number that is just absolutely staggering to me. The Bears have had 32 possessions this season through three games. They have completed multiple passes on four of their 32 possessions. Whoa. That gives me back to the point I wanted to make in the first segment, but waited. So a lot of that is blamed or will be attributed to the fact, well, you know, they didn't surround Justin Fields with receivers and this receiving core is just pedestrian. And and I think some of that criticism or some of that opinion might be valid as the season plays out. You don't have a lot of, you, know, you don't have Pringle you thought you would have, you don't have Bayless Jones, and certainly you don't have any Keel Harry, whatever the case. But I also think it overlooks the fact that we put so much on the weapons that are supposed to, you know, help Justin Fields develop. We overlook this idea that you have to have a quarterback doing the minimums that helps the receivers yeah. reach a point that where they can be productive, where they can be value valuable to your passing game. And I, I just don't think that he's doing enough minimally to get to that point to even have that conversation. Yeah, and, and listen, like you can't get in a rhythm if you're not in a position to be able to complete multiple passes on a drive a couple times per game, right? Four times in three weeks is not enough to get a passing offense unlocked. There's a lot of reasons for it. We've detailed a lot of them here on this podcast over the last few weeks, and they've got to figure out a way to get that unlocked because you're not going to steal a road win in New York without some semblance of a passing attack at some point in that football game on Sunday. What other number do you have before I ask you a question for a number that you probably won't be able to come up with? All right. Got two more numbers for you. Zero. Zero is the number of touchdowns allowed after halftime by the Bears so far this season. It's also the number of touchdowns scored 
before halftime by the Giants offense over the first three games. So you have an offense in New York that starts really slow. You have a defense in Chicago that finishes really fast. It's notable. I think you just predicted a shutout, if I heard you correctly. Uh, the <laughs> three Giants nothing Bears start slow and end slower. Yeah, three nothing. I think the I think the second half number is very interesting. I've talked about it all week on the radio. I know you've written about it as well. I just think that as much as anything, and maybe we're reading too much into it, but that represents if I'm a coach on that defensive staff, that represents everything that I need to provide as evidence. Uh, like why this, why we're making progress, the buy-in. When Brian Baldinger told us on Thursday morning on, on the Mullion Haas show that you got to feel good about the way this team is being coached, it's stuff like that that matters, being mentally and physically uh-huh. strong enough to have the stamina, to provide the endurance, to stop people in the second half. And now you have the numbers so far, small sample size, three games, through three games, to support that. Yeah. So the fun part of my job here is I can dig up a number like that and then I can ask around about it inside the building, right? I asked Matt Eberflus on Wednesday what he made of that. I asked uh, defensive line coach Travis Smith on Thursday, Eddie Jackson in the locker room on Thursday, what they made of that. And their answers were all very similar. And they summarize what you said just there, that there's a mindset here that is really, really stable right now with that defense, that they understand that they've conditioned all spring, summer, and through training camp to ready themselves for the end of games to be strong-minded and resolute and, and able to to just dig in, right, and, and be a tough football team, right? It's a cliche, but when you can get the results that back up the work that you're putting in, it's not an accident, right? Look, it's a three-game sample size. If this, if this number stays somewhere around this ballpark into November, into Thanksgiving week, into December, now we've got a trend that is really worth noting, but at the very least at the outset here, this is a show of this team's toughness and their, their belief that they can win games based on mental fortitude and the ability to stay focused late. What's the other number? All right. The final number, this is a selfish one. All right. And then this is up up there four. And that's the number of road games the Bears play in October. This is the first calendar month since 1981 that the Bears have had four road trips in the same calendar month. They will follow up Sunday's game in New Jersey with a trip to Minneapolis to face the Vikings in week five, travel to Foxborough to face the Patriots on Monday night in week seven, close the month in Dallas against the Cowboys. There's one game in the middle, a sandwich Thursday nighter at Soldier Field against the uh, Washington Commanders. So we're going to go the entire month of October, David, without a noon Sunday game, at, without a Sunday game at all at Soldier Field and four games on the road. That's a very interesting number. And in many years, that would be daunting. But I'm just going to introduce this. When you talk about going to Minneapolis, all right, it's the Vikings. That could be tough in that building. It's a great building. And They're coming back from London, though. They're going to be jet lagged. Exactly. That's where you get an advantage there, perhaps. Giants are on a short week. Giants are in a short week, and they have Daniel Jones, who's going to maybe turn the football over. You go, you have the commanders at home uh, in Soldier Field. You go to Foxborough. Brian Hoyer, who hasn't <laughs> won a start in six years, could be the starting quarterback. And some people might be deluded into thinking he's a better fit for that offense than Mac Jones. Good, because the Bears, that would be playing into their hands. That's, that's another guy. And how about Cooper Rush? If he's the guy starting for the Cowboys instead of Dak Prescott, who may not be healthy. Now, I'm not going to underestimate the Cowboys. That's a long time away. But when you say those five games – and that that road uh, challenge, it doesn't sound as daunting as it might in some years. 
no question about it. When you leave Green Bay and you leave Aaron Rodgers in your rearview mirror, and then you look at that list of, of quarterbacks that you have to face, obviously with last week being Davis Mills, and you say, boy, this this feels generous, right? Like in, in this league, this feels generous to have a stretch right. like this where you have a chance to do that. And again, three straight games against opponents that will be on short weeks. Obviously, the Bears will also be on a short week in that Thursday nighter against the Commanders. But this is uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting stretch here. And, and, and if you're able to what like even if you win two of the five games in October, you're four and four. Right. And, and all of a sudden you feel relevant. And there's that luck we were talking about and every team needs. And maybe the schedule has provided a share of that. OK, before we get to our QB one segment, I want to ask you which number will be higher on Sunday. Saquon Barkley's rushing yards or Justin Fields passing yards? That should not be as hard of a question as it is right now. I'm staring into the wall right now. Try, like, like, which way do I, which way do I lean on this? I'm going to go with fields because in my prediction, okay. I said, this is going to be the game where, where Justin gets to double digits and completions, right? Whoa. What a novel concept. Week four, we're into double digits and completions. I think he's going to make a few game changing contributions. Uh, you want my score? Is it time for my score? It's my, time for time predictions. Let's bring in Adam Stadzinski, our ace producer. We're going to, he can go first. Predictions. Okay, let's go with Studs first because I think I know which direction he's leaning, but I can never be sure. Studs, what do you think? So I, uh, what me and you, I, I read your. If you're going with your same prediction you had on the website for the score, I, me and you are pretty aligned on this, David. We actually like. I think we're looking at this game pretty much the same. These two teams are like mirror Im- images of each other. You guys have been talking about it all through the whole thing so far. Neither can defend the run. Neither has a, a quarterback that's really found his footing. Both teams are really good in the ground game. Both teams have new coaches trying to instill a culture. I think the difference maker, and I'm going to take the Bears in this one, because I think the difference maker is going to be what we've seen from the Bears two, in their two wins, which is the defense is going to force a turnover in the fourth quarter that's going to change the game. We saw it against the 49ers, the Eddie Jackson interception that pretty – that put the Bears in position to really put the game away. And then, of course, Roquan Smith's interception last week. So I'm going to take the Bears. I said 26 to 21. I don't know if the Bears can actually get to 26 points. But, <laughs> but if if Justin Fields finds his footing, which Dan was saying he thinks he's going to find a little bit, I think he will too. It can't get much worse. So I, I that's, that's, that's kind of my feeling on this one. But it, it really wouldn't shock me if the Giants – run all over the bears and managed to win the game. Studs, there's been an allergy to 25 points in this building for like 10 years here. And if they ever hit 25 points, they've got to take a bunch of prescription drugs just to bring them back to either end. So I don't know if they can get there either, but I like your optimism. All right, Dan, yeah. what's yours? So I went with Bears 23, Giants 19. I think there's a level of, of mental fortitude here that we've talked about that is beneficial in a game like this on the road. Uh, I think they're going to be able to establish the run, and I think they understand that if they can slow down Saquon Barkley, they have a chance to turn loose a pass rush that can go up against a vulnerable uh, offensive line in the New York Giants and make life really difficult on Daniel Jones. And so I think that the focus and the ability to, to get Saquon Barkley within their control will unlock the doors to them doing some other things. And all of a sudden they walk out of there at three and one surprise team of the NFL after the first four games of the season. I think Saquon Barkley is going to have a big day. He's going to be the best player on the field, but I think the bears running game is the best unit on the field. And there's a subtle difference there. I think Saquon Barkley will give you explosiveness, but the bears offensive line can control the game and control the clock keep him off the field for only those short bursts and hopefully they can contain him a little bit. I also think the biggest mismatch is going to be Robert Quinn and or Bears pass rusher, you know, who's next in line against Evan Neal, the right tackle who was exposed 
on Monday Night Football. The short week's going to bother a rookie. He could be good eventually, but as he waits to progress, the Bears can pick on him like every team will. So I think they're going to get to Daniel Jones, who has been known to give you the football. He likes to run. He's dangerous with his feet, but he also is dangerous to his own team because he will fumble it. And I think ultimately the Bears will get that takeaway in the second half. Bears 27, Giants 23. Santos, I hope he gets back to practice. They're going to need him in New York or New Jersey on Sunday. Offensive explosion by you guys. I love it. All right. So we all pick the Bears, which means that they all will probably come home 500. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, it'd be yeah, two and two on Monday morning. But I think it's going to be a close game because neither team is, is I think, equipped to blow out anybody. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. So it's another one that we will be glued to our seats till the final gun.